0: Let's try to collectively name all the Kardashians. Uh, Chloe, Kim. Kim, Kendall. um, Bruce. uh, Rob. uh, uh, Kendall.
1: Uh, What is happening, I was very excited to do this podcast. That answer just went so many different directions. No, they did not
0: get into that. Well, let's get into it. Wow, us, a Kardashian question? You said Kendall like four times, I think.
1: (laughs) Oh, I thought we kept missing her. I feel like she's always overlooked. We missed,
0: uh, what's the, uh, Travis Scott's? Kylie. We miss Kylie. Oh,
1: I thought that you said Kylie. That's why I didn't say it. No.
0: I think we said uh, Kim, Kendall, Chloe. Oh, we, we miss Chris too. And I named Bruce and Caitlin both.
1: Oh, but both you're, you're only supposed to. Um, yeah, but I did Caitlin. both versions just in case. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, Kylie, we love you and Stormy. But yeah, you chose a Kardashian we. We don't, question. You don't,
0: you don't know if I'm representing.
1: Okay, well, that's what I'm asking now. Are you representing? Are you a Kardashian clan member?
0: I'm a I'm a Chloe fan. Oh, are you? <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, I feel like she's the least like, uh, she's the most like normal, just chill. She's she's the chillest. You
1: think Courtney's the most chill?
0: No, Chloe.
1: You think that Khloe is the most chill out of all of them? Yeah, I think so. You don't think Kylie's the most chill?
0: Kylie, no.
1: Kylie's a thousand percent the most chill.
0: I mean, her, maybe Kendall's her actions, even. Her actions don't say so.
1: Her actions are so much less than Chloe or Kim or Kourtney. I don't know. Even. I'm
0: just, I'm just going off of like what they. I feel they like, I feel
1: like so. Kylie's like casually doing everything in life.
0: Whereas yeah, I like know. Kim's like. She's a lot younger. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's that casual. It's just kind of like. Dang, More
1: natural for her. Bruh.
0: I don't know anyways hello welcome everybody to another episode of strange flavors this is another strange exchange
1: yes it is um
0: i think it's the fifth or sixth one six i'm gonna say six uh this is brought to you by alif theory my name is faras
1: my name is amber and uh there's no shimmer this week
0: there is no shimmer this week actually he has taken his snail walk to a (laughs) national level and he's kicking it in karachi he's kicking it in karachi he's in he's in uh pakistan actually um it's his first time being back there after like a decade i think and so we're excited for him he's gonna come
1: back real fob i'm gonna love it
0: he's gonna come back uh wishing that um his i'm not even gonna say you're gonna
1: gonna make another bathroom joke
0: (laughs) i was gonna make a bathroom joke but uh i'm trying to keep it i'm trying not to make anybody throw up in the car while they're listening to this so um hopefully uh he experiences some nice runs to the bathroom on the squat toilets because <laughs> it's gonna happen he will turn into a living volcano oh my gosh ready to erupt okay
1: well let's hope that doesn't happen <laughs>
0: no it needs to happen he needs to it's a part experience. of the experience it's yeah. part of the full experience yeah like you, you can't go there. to
1: Pakistan and just not live on the toilet for like a f- good day it's necessary yeah
0: so, uh, yeah, keep up with Shimmer uh, and all his snaps and his IG. We don't know what he's going to be making there, but we know that he's vlogging, so it's going to be mm-hmm. super exciting. Uh, Shimmer Wally on IG and Karachi Snap and vlogs. Twitter and everything. Look out for the Karachi vlogs. Um, yeah, so actually, I got, um, since it's International Women's Day, gotcha. I got you something. Oh, God. That I want to um, reveal.
1: This is, is going to be on the podcast. torturous or something. It's
0: not torturous.
1: Earlier, I mentioned it was International Women's Day, and he only said Happy International Women's Day to my roommate and then turned to me and said, sorry, there's no man's day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's part of the uh, the Mamber Joe collection. Uh, we don't need okay, to ready? expose that. Ready?
1: Yeah. Oh, God. Boom. What is it? Really? Wow. The Szechuan sauce. Where'd you get it from?
0: I got it from McDonald's.
1: Oh, my gosh. Okay, okay so true. All right,
0: so I wanted to do this on the podcast live. Oh, snap. We have to try the okay. szechuan sauce all right so this is exciting there's one i didn't even know we were doing one this f- oh we're doing it we're doing okay. it okay well right. don't do it without me
1: i'm not gonna do it without okay you. let's no, open the sauce
0: grabbing. we both know right. we both have a sauce oh okay 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 and we're gonna we're gonna tell I you guys live sauce? on the podcast Okay. All right,
1: excuse my crunchy noises oh yeah this open needs that. to be like
0: it's, it's like open. okay so we're gonna we're gonna taste test this live on the podcast for you and give you our reaction right now of the szechuan sauce so the szechuan sauce is only like you know on that rick and morty show was here back in the day when they were doing like a mulan promotion at mcdonald's or something like that but now it's back um at mcdonald's and people were going crazy over this so uh now now we're gonna try it it's it looks like it's uh it looks like it's some sweet and sour sauce are you ready one two three Make sure you eat in the mic, too. Full of Okay. All right. No. Okay. <laughs> mm.
1: Okay. It's like this is, a barbecue soy sauce.
0: This is terrible.
1: I wouldn't say it's terrible. It's just not my
0: favorite. This is not what I was expecting. I thought it was going to be like something spicy. No, it's
1: not. It's like... it's. That's the best way you can say. It's like a soy sauce, but barbecue sauce.
0: I am not a fan. I'm highly disappointed. It's a
1: thick soy sauce.
0: I'm really disappointed. Anyways, it's, um, that's your women's day present. I know you're on your stupid diet thing, but I was like, we gotta try I
1: completely threw that out the window for the podcast. What? I I haven't eaten any fried foods in, like, over a week and a half. And you're over here, like, giving me casual... McChicken.
0: Yeah, but we had to for okay.
1: Well, I did it for you guys um, If I get fat, it's all your fault
0: rate it one to ten compared to any other sauce
1: I'm gonna give it like a Solid six.
0: I'm giving it a three.
1: Mm. It's just a thick soy sauce, right? Can you agree with me?
0: It's just garbage like it's not people, but wait. Explain people taste. Are like Explain killing taste. each other over this. Let me explain taste
1: like tell me what you think it tastes like
0: it tastes like watered-down barbecue sauce Yeah yeah it's not, it's not even all right well
1: okay. continuing on that was a cool terrible. little surprise
0: um yeah so guys today we're doing our um uh, our uh, strange exchange where we answer your questions and what you guys wrote to us about about different topics and everything like that um these are kind of more laid back um and we don't have a guest on so it's just us talking to each other and you know kind of taking on whatever you guys want us to talk about so uh before that if you want to reach out to us uh, you can email us where you can send us your stories and everything like that. Um, whatever you guys would want us to know or question us about. Um, that's strangeflavorspodcast at gmail.com. You can also send us your music there. We accept um, uh, these transitions and outro uh, songs from all types of producers and rappers and bands and country singers, right? Yeah, um, well,
1: don't forget about the country singers.
0: So send your stuff there um and also keep up with us on social media we're on instagram and twitter uh at strange flavors and facebook as well so you can um keep up with us on our contests and everything like that we might be doing a contest next time uh giving away something since we've crossed 40 episodes um okay and lastly before we get on with that um we have shows coming up uh maybe near you guys so come out to those if you can On uh, April 3rd we're doing University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign April 13th we're going to University of Maryland College Park and April 19th we'll be at UMBC that one just got added on as of yesterday Um, nice so if you're in the area in Baltimore College Park or Chicago area um, come out and it'll be a lot of fun Um, and also ICNA is coming up uh, which is uh, like a Islamic Circle of
1: North America Convention, and it's like a full weekend. Is that what it stands for? I didn't know. Yeah, ICNA is Islamic Circle of North America. Okay. Yeah, and it's basically like a big convention. They have all the biggest Muslim people there, and then they have the bazaar, which is fun. And just. it's like a big, 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 big building with a bunch of Muslims, and it's just
0: cool sounds scary yeah all right
1: yeah <laughs> um
0: but yeah we might we might be there actually um so if you're going to be there reach out to us let us know if you want to meet up and everything and we'll uh we'll try to do that um
1: Ichna meet
0: up Ickna meet up and uh amber yes. you recently had your first performance. Whoa,
1: whoa, what?
0: Yeah. Yeah. You actually, it was a surprise, but, and this is only exclusive to the podcast people. So everybody outside of this doesn't know this. Yeah, but, no,
1: only the podcast people knew.
0: But uh, we got, we got more performances with you coming up, but we brought you out as a surprise oh, snap. when we were at George Washington University. Mm-hmm. What was that like?
1: It was really wild. Cause usually like I'm in the front and center, like cheering you guys on and stuff. But like I was on the side, like about to come out and then there's like, i don't know it was very like nerve-wracking beforehand but i think like us practicing and stuff like helped solve that but i don't know it was just different it was just cool i don't really have i don't know it was just a lot. well you
0: killed it people were really excited and thanks it was awesome that people were coming up afterwards and like Mm -hmm. they were like oh my god like you're awesome and this i know and And that's that's always my favorite part especially with like the girls that are you know doing what they're doing in college and stuff like that and they're just inspired Mm -hmm. i think there was a few of them that came up and were like you know this is what i was hoping to do or this is what i'm doing and Mm -hmm. like media related or something that's you know out of the norm right um and they were just like by looking at you doing your thing it's just like really inspiring for them so i think that's always So sweet
1: i love when especially like especially when girls come up to me like it makes my whole life
0: yeah and I think we're, Shamir and I are the opposite. We love when guys come up to us. Yeah, I
1: mean, I feel like it's because, you know, you, you, you connect most with, you know, and I would hope that I would inspire more girls or, you know, just relate to girls more. I think know?
0: I think also when it's like comes to your own gender, sometimes there's an ego thing. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, girls get ge- jealous of girls or guys get jealous of guys. And there's like this competitive hate for no reason. Right. And so, you know, when Shamir and I, like we have... Guys that come up to us and are like, "Yo, I really mess with your music and this and that." We're like, "Oh my god!" Like we <laughs> we instantly are like fanning over them because we're like, you know, that's that's awesome, and we really appreciate that you would just, uh, you know, just say something, um, and that's really really cool because mm-hmm. not not everybody can do that. Even though there's no reason that that should exist. If you find somebody cool, you should let them know. You know?
1: Yeah, but and that it, like that show is hype. Like the people there really like you guys. I could see that.
0: Yeah, they were, I mean, GW, you guys were awesome. Um, You're all very nice people, so uh, I can't wait for these other shows.
1: Yeah, it's going to be exciting.
0: Maybe we'll get some more down, but yeah. um, Okay, I think uh, we'll move on to the questions because we've got quite a few here um, of things that you guys sent us. So
1: We took uh, it to social media to ask you guys to send in your questions, and we will be answering them today.
0: Yeah, so sit back, relax. uh, Get a snack. Get a snack. Um, uh, The first one... Well, the first two are like from uh kind of the same thing, but um Yeah. One comes from Zohesis on IG and Joey Dixon on Snapchat. They're asking WTF, is it so windy everywhere? And Joey is asking Maryland just says Maryland weather. Yeah. Uh yeah. Because I mean,
1: WTF Maryland weather. That's true. like just combine the two.
0: Yeah. Uh if you don't know where we do this out of Baltimore, so we're we're in that Maryland area. But Maryland is crazy oh, yeah. on its weather. Mm-hmm one day i think i think maybe two weeks ago it, it was, was like so warm it was like 70 some degrees mm-hmm. upper 70s it was like so hot outside good. it was hot outside. it was
1: amazing i was like oh spring is here
0: and yesterday we get a blizzard
1: oh my god no way and then the random like high winds when we were on our oh, way to yeah. the performance to gw your car was moving
0: yeah while well, we were that driving day, there uh all our power went out over in um where i'm from in maryland in my Bel-Lay.
1: parents house too
0: yeah. And, and then I saw a
1: trash can fly across the highway there.
0: <laughs> there was trees knocked down all in my neighborhood. Yeah. Um, you know, there was it was Lights crazy were canceled. outside. It was so windy. And uh, we were still like, oh, my God, we got to make it to the show. And luckily, we had a lot of people in the car. So we didn't fly away. Yeah. But otherwise,
1: the car might have flown.
0: There was there were some smaller cars that were just on the side of the road with their hazards <laughs> on. That were like, no,
1: I'm not moving.
0: I'm getting destroyed by giant trucks today. So that's not happening. But um yeah okay Maryland weather yes it's crazy yes um this next one comes from uh, Arshad twenty seven on IG Arshad is an awesome person he actually wrote our um our article on uh, Velex Media uh, covering uh, you know our Alif Theory story so this is from him he says he says to talk about Get Out uh, the movie winning on the Oscars and what that means. So, um, yeah, Jordan Peele, the director of uh, Get Out, you know, he got uh, he got he walked away with an Oscar that night. Right. I feel like
1: Twitter was super excited, too. Yeah,
0: I think I think for everybody was it was an exciting Mm -hmm. moment. Um, And what does that mean? Well, in Jordan Peele's speech, he was saying that um, he almost didn't make the movie. Which was really crazy, mm-hmm. um, but also really inspiring at the same time. because it was like think, a
1: movie mark of like, like that was like a big movie socially.
0: Definitely, no doubt. I think it was, you know, it was a risky movie. Mm-hmm. And that's why he was saying, he's like, I didn't know if anybody would believe in it. But, um, you know, he, it's inspiring because he did make it. And mm-hmm. uh, I think the lesson- I pulled it off. And so, oh um, yeah, yeah. And it was it wasn't a mediocre movie. Mm-mm. It was really good. Right. Um in all aspects, the story of it, it got nominated for, you know, a ton of categories. Right. He won one, but it got nominated for mm-hmm. nearly like all the important ones. Um best picture and best actor and um you know, he he won the one for uh, the screenplay. But uh, you know, it's it's inspiring because um when he says that he almost didn't make it, you think about somebody who is a person of color, for example, and, um, you know, the ideas that they have and, and their uh, threat that they feel against the the norm of Hollywood. So like these, you know, the rest of the Oscars almost, it's always been like these old uh, white males that, that win most of the awards and you're like comparing yourself against them. It's like, is this movie Oscar worthy? Mm-hmm. But he made it and then, you know, it did its job. And the same thing with Kumail Nanjiani, he right. was also nominated for that same award. Um, who made the big sick and it's like if you if you you know spend your whole life worrying about you know how it's going to be perceived and like being afraid to not make right. it or mm-hmm. you know trying to pitch your idea to somebody to make the movie who doesn't believe in it you're never going to get to that level but what did what Kumail and um, Jordan Peele did was they made their own movie like they wrote it themselves and they directed mm-hmm. it and then um, it did what it did and Kumail even got nominated for an Oscar which is insane because that's it's like, so cool. This is somebody from Pakistan, like not even born here. He was mm-hmm. from there and he has an accent and like, you know, he's mm-hmm. not typical at all in Hollywood. Yeah. N- yet he made a movie about his own life. It has all the culture of it, you know, and, and religion and everything like that brought into the movie. But he got nominated for an Oscar like the the most prestigious award you could really get. Yeah. which is it
1: was i mean that was an amazing movie
0: yeah but um this year's oscars like i gotta i gotta give the credit where it's due like there was a lot of diversity um i think uh, we've had oscars so white in the uh, in the past and this year it felt like there was a lot more um of diversity in it there was um of course jordan peele who was nominated um for a ton of things for get out and then there was uh guillermo del toro who was mexican Um, and then there was uh, Geta Gerwig I think her name is Um, she's a female director who was nominated which is huge Um, so we have a lot of representation in there it was was a little bit boring Mm -hmm. the Oscars this year Um, their ratings were low but otherwise um, because of people like Jordan Peele it was just it was a really cool moment so you know I like that it definitely um, it's definitely inspiring and it does mean a lot that Get Out won that Um, Okay, moving on to the next question, (laughs) whatever this is.
1: Okay, so somebody sent me on Snapchat a three-part question, and more than answering it, I really want to read it to you guys. Okay. So first it says, I have three questions, to Ferocity, if he had the chance to be a part of a Pakistani industry acting in dramas, would he do it? To Shimmer, if your parents force you to keep a beard for the rest of your life, what will you do? And to Amber love marriage or arranged marriage and why
0: <laughs> i love how that's the one you get and I, we get these
1: like i would get that one like okay cool
0: like okay do you want to tra- do you want to trade with it i mean sh- okay Shamir got this beard question right but he can't even grow a full beard so yeah that's knocked out right so it's his parents are actually telling him to grow one and uh, yeah it's not like he's he's disappointing the family right? and now. plus it happening. says
1: will you do it I could say he probably wouldn't do it I mean I mean I feel like Shamir will do what he wants to do
0: Shamir will do whatever he wants to
1: yeah like nobody's telling Shamir what to do
0: <laughs> he lets uh Instagram polls decide that for him right, so, right, so the right. next okay. time you post one of those you'll see it yeah um
1: and then to yours if you had a chance to be a you wrestler.
0: you answer that one you go ahead and take that <laughs>
1: okay since your, um, your no, question sucks. No, I don't think I would do it. But we can both answer you, both questions. How about that?
0: Wait, so you wouldn't take the... Um,
1: Baksani industry? Yeah. No. Did, did you hear me speaking Urdu before?
0: Oh well, that's why you're or there's not that good. That's I why I mean, you do? I just
1: I don't think I would do well like on set or something. Like I don't I can't imagine like
0: you don't know if you try unless you try. It.
1: I mean that's true. Would I take it? Probably not because I kind of like what we have going on here. I don't want to like work for somebody else. I like how we're building from the ground up.
0: Yeah, I mean, it'd be fun though. Like
1: you think so? Yeah,
0: I mean I'd be down. Like we could you could always do your stuff on the side, but mm-hmm. I feel like that's pretty cool. Like then you would have a whole another audience that you know would know you for something else right. so i don't know it'd be cool um what
1: arranged marriage or you, love why, marriage for us why y'all
0: asking about marriage stuff i'm not even gonna i'm not even gonna go you, for have, to, you
1: have to give an answer
0: i have no answer what what is it asking do i prefer a lover arranged marriage like come on
1: yeah which one do you choose and why
0: um i i go with
1: marriage
0: i go with marriage like yeah. i don't see all right yeah all
1: right let's continue on
0: okay um all right we have another juicy question which i was actually excited for this one comes from ayanic bond on ig that's ayan our boy uh he's awesome he has uh really cool podcast called uh what muslims look like um and so he is asking i'd love to hear your thoughts on the whole kim kardashian vogue india thing so what happened like
1: so on Vogue India, they had Kim Kardashian in like a in a traditional type outfit, but like obviously it wasn't too traditional. It was a lenga. It was a langa, There we go. It was it was nothing like super traditional, but it was a brown outfit, and she was on the cover of a brown magazine, and a lot of people found that offensive. I guess.
0: Yeah, they were saying that um, it should have been some other South Asian woman on there, or mm. um, you know that she uh, was culturally appropriating, right? right. So, uh, I mean, what are your initial thoughts about that?
1: So, I mean, just going based off of, like, little information, I would be like, oh, wait, why would they have Kim Kardashian on an Indian one? But this was a celebrity edition, apparently. Mm -hmm. Like, this this issue, it was, like, a celebrity cover edition. Mm -hmm. So to that, I say, I mean, it's not like they're doing this on a normal basis. They did it one time. Mm -hmm. Um, But on the other hand, I do think that it's – people and companies have to be a little bit careful when they choose Kim Kardashian, as much as I freaking love Kim Kardashian. I would still say that they still need to be careful because they do like to take a lot of different cultures, but not really pay their dues towards them in the sense that, you know, Kim Kardashian launched her line of fragrances Mm. and one of her fragrances was Oud, which is like a middle Eastern scent. It's like, commonly used in the Middle East. And she was like, you know, while she was showing it off, she's like, oh, when I was in the Middle East, like, I loved this, this and that. And I was like, you know, they play this very Western lifestyle. But she
0: does have Armenian, like, in her, so.
1: I I mean, yeah, it could also play to that. I just think that, I, I think that it's fine to use her in like the celebrity edition mm. and it's cool. I don't see an issue with that necessarily. If they started doing it every month or like, you know, they started having a bunch of white girls on the covers of Vogue India, then it would be an issue. But I'd still at the same time, know, knowing the Kardashian family as a whole, I think that it would be a little bit better to have a little bit more awareness in the culture that they use and take part of.
0: So the subheading for that uh, issue, it was the March edition. It says, "Why are 160 million people obsessed with her?" Right. So then, mm-hmm. what that says is that uh, we we select who goes on these magazines. Right. Is it really is it really Vogue India's like responsibility? Not really. Or is it ours? Like, if I go on Snapchat right now, I don't follow any of the Kardashians or anything like that on Instagram or uh, I think I do on Twitter, but like on Snapchat, I don't. But on my Snapchat, if I go to you know like the right when, you know when right. you scroll the right new it's the celebrities one. it's uh, Kim, Kendall, um, Kylie, Kylie, Courtney. Like <laughs> all of them are showing up. Why yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Because people like them. People are obsessed with them, including I mean, and Indians, I get it. I including mean, Indians. Yeah. So they are gonna like the the media. We have to understand are going to talk about and and present what everybody else is talking about and wants to. Hear. If we all said one day, you know what? Forget this like, we don't care about Kim anymore, Mm -hmm. she would never show up again. Right. Because we care about her. Like, Mm -hmm. as as a society, like, we care about what the Kardashians are doing. And Um, we do
1: have to give them some props because they definitely have... Like, there's, so, they have some sort of business-minded type minds, and they know how to keep themselves relevant. They know what they need to do to stay in the news. They know what they need to do to stay relevant. And I mean, that's like a big part of why they're always so trendy. But it's also because we like everything that we that they do, and we like consuming what they do, and we let what they do become a trend.
0: I also don't get why people get mad at Kim Kardashian, like they're all bashing her for this. Shouldn't yeah. you be questioning what Vogue India is doing? If, right. if you have a problem with somebody in here, shouldn't it be Vogue India who you mm-hmm. go to and say, you know, why did you put her on here? And I think they would have an There was.
1: There was, though, a lot of people upset with Vogue-, uh-huh. Vogue India. But I feel like a lot of the attention was focused on Kim Kardashian.
0: So um, they Vogue India actually like went and um, made a statement about this. Um, and they said Vogue India has uh, held only 12 international covers, including Kendall Jenner in 2017, which, by the way, they also people, you know,
1: had an issue with. had a
0: huge issue with um, And then the quote goes on to say, therefore, statistically 90% of our covers are Indian And we are proud of that India has given the world so many beautiful faces to admire After all, we are Vogue, an international brand And we want to give the love back by featuring some of the best international celebrities on our covers occasionally mm-hmm. um, I think that's a totally yeah. fair statement to say I think that um, I'm going to give props to Vogue because Uh, to vogue india because you know what like are you supposed to only feature you're gonna call yourself international and then only feature what you know right is uh familiar to you or are you gonna say like you know what this is what the world considers beautiful and like i think it's really cool that um they got kim to be in the issue wearing what she's wearing yeah you know
1: and she looked really pretty too
0: i think she was killing it honestly Mm -hmm. like i think it looks i think it looked awesome and um and it's it's ridiculous that like we think that um we should be blending cultures and we should mm-hmm. spread peace and love and culture everywhere but then we only want to hold on to our own cultures and not share it with anybody right. like that is crazy to me and like this line of cultural appropriation like there's there's a lot of people that have a problem with anybody that does something that's outside of their culture mm-hmm. like i know P- beyonce gets this a lot and like when she does music videos that she's wearing like indian stuff and doing indian dance moves and this mm-hmm. and that but um like what is the line there when when can you when are you allowed to do things when are you not you know right what do you what do you think that line would be or is there a line
1: I think that, um, and that's kind of what I said with the Kim Kardashian thing. I said that there is a certain level of like respect you have to pay towards that culture as well. Like, I don't think that you can just pull in a box and say, "What culture am I going to wear next?" Mm. I think it's beautiful to embrace certain cultures, and that when you do them, and like, you know, you believe in, like, you know, if if you really like something and that really resonates with you, by all means, do it. But I, yeah. I, I think that. At, at, at a point, if you're just reaching into cultures for fashion trends solely to see, okay, like, you know, should I go here? Should I go here? Like, whatever. But if you genuinely like them, and you appreciate what it is, I don't, I think that that isn't that not cultural appropriation? Mm. Because you're not, I mean, I don't know, I guess this is tough, because people could say that just because you're using it for its beauty, that it would be cultural appropriation. But you're, you're putting a certain level of respect towards it. That's
0: the thing. that Respect is a key word because it's like I had um I had a lot of American friends show up to our uh, George Washington University performance and they were like they were asking me. They were like, oh, we wanted to kind of wear, you know, like traditional clothes, but we didn't know if it would be um -hmm. appropriate or not and my initial response was like it would have been dope like we would have loved that because what's what's what are they trying to do they're trying to show respect and they're learning about it and the same thing with Kim is like she's in Vogue India you Mm -hmm. know so by wearing the uh the Lenga which is you know like a long skirt I guess in um in Southeast South Asia South I feel Asian like it would culture. have been
1: more stupid if she showed up there wearing, wearing something what she like, norm- like yeah right? no like she should wear something from India so she's, she's in I
0: mean if you're if you're down to like learn and respect what it is if you know what you're wearing if you're or doing then then it's appropriate that right. goes with anything in in our culture like so many things that we do come from somebody else's culture and if you know the history of that nobody owns any of these cultures but for some reason we give a ton of backlash when you know, when we want to say things like people should know about our culture and not be afraid of it, but then they're not allowed to like participate. It yeah. So yeah. no, that's, that's crazy. Um, and, and also the last thing I want to say about this is like, we give so much attention to Kim Kardashian being on Vogue India when, when she's not even, she doesn't ma- even make a small percentage of all the issues that they have. Right. Right. And then there's all these other beautiful South Asians on their covers but we don't, we don't about talk them. about them. No, it's our duty. If we want to break the internet with a beautiful Indian, uh, Bollywood actress or whatever, whoever is on the cover, then we should repost them and talk about them. But we mm-hmm. only like, have you ever read Vogue India? Do you have a Vogue India? No, Ind- I have I no have. idea
1: what uh, any, I, and that's the thing is I'm not pressed about this because I don't even know what they put on it. Like, right. like they could have put freaking Kylie on the last six issues. And I just wouldn't know cause it never popped up on my Twitter.
0: Right. Um, so that, so, so it's, it's dangerous, actually, that we have yeah. this immediate response that we don't even know what the rest of the issues look like. Mm-hmm. We don't even read Vogue India. But then suddenly, like, we see the words Kim Kardashian and Vogue India. And we want to have this insane, like, fury over mm-hmm. the Internet of, like, she shouldn't be on this because I'm South Asian and I feel like she's misrepresenting. Me. Like, know the whole Uh, the whole story know the history of this and then make your comment if you feel that strongly can
1: I say something related actually yeah so there's a Pakistani designer named Sana Safina who is apparently like one of the biggest most expensive it's like very like big like it's like a big what do they call designer companies type thing? Fashion industry. It's just like industry? it's just like a big designer company. It's like okay. the Gucci for here. It's like Santa Safina's Gupre over there, okay. And so she had like a whole new um, like clothing release thing that she just did recently. and all the pictures are like in Africa. and like with hmm. these um like, you know, having these African people as the commercials and as backdrops and like things oh. like that. And I feel like the big difference between it would be, like, these are Pakistani clothes. Like, why would you have another culture as a backdrop? Yeah, that just makes sense. There's something like this, whereas I feel like the, there's the other side where it's like, okay, there's somebody who's not a part of it but coming and taking part of it mm. versus, I don't know. I just want to bring that up because the whole Sun Esafina thing is actually a big thing right now.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah I, th- I think it comes with, like, you know, what you owe to a culture too. It's like, you know, if you're going to make a music video, for example, in Africa, and then you're going to dip, like, right. that's not cool where like French Montana he did that music video uh, Unforgettable in Uganda but then he also gave back to Uganda um, a lot and that was really cool of him so um, and I don't know if it's necessarily a responsibility I guess it's how you use it like does Kim owe India anything I don't know Mm -hmm. Uh, maybe this is a different context Uh, I know for French Montana obviously like that would be insane if he went there danced with all these African kids and then came back I think that would have been like kind of messed up but um, in Kim's situation it's like for a fashion line and she's being dressed by Vogue India so I don't know if I don't know where that line is but I think we should like you know as as people just be open minded and and know before we type away at at things that we don't we don't necessarily know all about
1: do i have a reason to be upset about this am i just mad because it's a kardashian yeah. or like whatever because i feel like certain people are like triggers for others like
0: yeah
1: you could you could use her in any context and people are going to be upset any yeah, context whatsoever
0: yeah. and you're absolutely right about that but we we can we can talk about what we want to talk about and and just like Kumail and uh, Jordan did, mm-hmm. tell your own stories and, and you know, create your big. own hype, literally create your own hype and you can be as big as you want to be or, or the topics that you wanna talk about can be as big as right. they want to be. All right, well, Ayan, thank you for that question. I'm glad that um, we got to talk about that. Let us know what you think about it. You know, reach us uh, on Twitter or Instagram or anything and you know, give Leave us a your Leave a comment
1: opinion. on YouTube.
0: Yes, please do. Leave a comment on YouTube if you're watching right now and what your thoughts are about Kim on Vogue India. All right, let's move on to the next question.
1: How, okay, so from Umskibap on <laughs> um,
0: <skip up. laughs> okay.
1: On Instagram, how do you deal with heating up brown food in the staff room during lunch and having that smell destroy everyone's nostrils? <laughs> oh my gosh. The accuracy though.
0: I mean, it's it's a real Have thing, you ever I guess. like been
1: in like an office and like your mom will give you kana and you like just warm it? Even like I guess at school. I mean, even something.
0: at school. That's I mean, when I was little, um, I guess my mom would give what me What was your sometimes. average
1: lunch as a kid?
0: Uh, I mean, av- average, I mean, I would get like decent stuff, like sandwiches and stuff. Chicken nuggets. But, but once in a while, my mom was like, would do something with like a boiled egg. Yeah. Um, like a sandwich. All the, Indian kids the kabob, at my job
1: get boiled eggs.
0: Kebab and boiled egg in a sandwich. And that thing was stinky. <laughs> and uh, I mean, sometimes I would just like, I would open it and then I would he- let the smell, like the smell would hit me and I would close it back up real quick i'd eat everything else and i'd keep that thing tucked in the back and really? not touch it and then maybe on like on the bus i'd like eat it or something like that really like on the w- yeah i mean Aww. i've thrown it away a few times and my mom called me one time
1: because i uh
0: i forgot to throw it away at school so i threw it away at the house she's like oh, she's no. throwing away something she's like yo uh you Watch throwing away lunch. my <laughs> lunch spam?" and i was like "Mom, i'm sorry she's like listen if you don't want me to make you that i won't just yeah. let me know and Doesn't i was like you stay in mom i didn't school. i didn't want to I didn't want to. Uh, you weren't hurt that your innocent feelings. of a kid.
1: You were probably yeah like with my mom a devilish child. Nah, I was
0: a devilish child, but with my mom, okay. it was I was I felt bad. But then, um, you know, it didn't happen again. True. But what is what is your um uh, method?
1: So, I mean, like <laughs> I I mean probably didn't have this issue until a few years. By ago. By the way, that
0: was in elementary school, so okay, I would never do that. Like, why if i as a adult, yeah, to be throwing away food.
1: But, um, good point. So at my job, we have like. I'll I'll be working all day and stuff and on my lunch break. I'll literally... At this point, I like having this Ikana because... I don't get it enough so when my mom does give it to me I'm like super excited to eat on my break Mm. and literally I'll warm it up I don't care it'll be smelling so much and I'll just be like I'm having lunch bye like it's good yeah it's
0: better than having a peanut butter jelly sandwich Yeah, and people
1: like warm up their own weird stuff too like it smells like you know oh yeah yeah like
0: they be cooking some pocus pocus
1: yeah and I'm like whatever my stuff is no different it's just different to you get your nose buds used to it I got used to yours
0: (laughs) my sister will go to those uh those carts the halal carts gyro carts um and uh she'll go back to work and then everybody will smell it Mm -hmm. and then they're all like now they all go with her because they're like yo that actually smells I think when you're adults it's different Mm -hmm. because people are like they smell the spices and everything and they're it's just that when you're kids, you're not used to it. So then you just think anything uh, different is weird. Right. But when you're an adult, and you're eating, you know,
1: uh, whatever. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Whatever, like uh, Stephanie packed you some nice uh, lunchables, but it has no <laughs> flavoring or seasoning. and then yeah, and I actually smell. feel
1: bad. You know, something I noticed. So I work with kids. and mm-hmm. like these four or five year olds, like you'll have these daisy kids who come in with these nice lunches that their mom spent time with, these boiled eggs and these, Idzies they spend in their the time sauces. They, like it's You're love right. and then uh, sometimes I'll look at some of the like American love. kids and they literally have a Lunchable and I don't know if you <laughs> understand how dry Lunchables are but uh. they don't want to eat a cracker with a piece of cheese and a piece of meat on it that's forever. literally what it is that's so like a child shouldn't eat that like they need love in their
0: lunch it tastes like plastic like I mean, as a kid, but the, it was it was kind of bomb. The
1: pizza ones were always. They're still bomb. The pizza ones. Are Actually, still the pizza
0: bomb. ones. I would um. Warm I would them. get them. Yeah, I would warm them up and make a real pizza. <laughs> Me too. You did that too. Yeah. I thought I was the only one. Oh, sorry. That's um. Yeah, those those were and and then the uh, the nacho ones that came with like the little corner. of okay, the Okay, and I don't believe that those are the... lunch
1: either. Th- that's nachos. That's I know, chips.
0: no, no, you're right. It's not. It's not. But when you're a kid, it's kind of it, hype. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. It it's is. like kind of hype. So. Mm-hmm. There's but a, like
1: brown kids just appreciate your mothers yo, because they're trying your
0: food is good Don't ever let anybody tell you that it's not just because of the smell the smell is because that's that's what you have to put up with When the food is so flavorful and tasty, okay, so so deal with it
1: Yeah, but to be honest in school though My mom did give me a lot of chicken nuggets because I didn't want to take desi kane to school
0: as a kid It's different as I a think. kid. Yeah, but yeah, um, okay, so Sana R on IG you uh, is asking a few questions uh let's see favorite tv shows as kids like what shows and channels did y'all grow up with uh so there was barney you watched barney i
1: watched barney till i was nine I, i remember i went to blockbuster one time with my mom and I was nine years old, and she was like, Amber, Beta, like you are too old for Barney. And I was like, this movie right here says that you can watch this up till to age 10. I have six more months till I turn 10.
0: That's sad.
1: I know. That is
0: really, really I sad. I know. Like, Barney, like the... And
1: Hilary Duff. Sorry, I had to add that in there. Hilary Duff. Hillary
0: Duff. Like, Lizzie McGuire? Lizzie McGuire. Oh, I watched time. Lizzie McGuire. Yeah. yeah, That's So Raven, Lizzie McGuire, Drake & Josh. Channel. uh, Jimmy Neutron, Timmy. Otherwise, the movies, I was watching, like scary movies, Exorcist and um It, I watched It when I was really little and Really? Uh,
1: Why are you watching scary movies at such a young age?
0: Well, it was they were good. Like my co- we had a lot of cousins. We'd watch these in Pakistan mostly, but um we all wanted to watch like scary movies and then Terminator and like It was uh it helps you grow up quicker. Okay. Okay. So, I wasn't watching no Barney. Um cuz that keeps you in diapers and I uh, was the youngest so. sipping out the bottle i didn't I actually was out of
1: diapers early thank you very much
0: <sighs> my bad yeah. um all right so another question from her do you put cereal before or after milk I uh, when
1: i grab first
0: after wait no no wait cereal oh the cereal comes before the milk because right. because it, because it's got to soak but then if i if the milk is too cold Sometimes in winter it's like a little bit too cold. Then I'll put the milk first, warm it up, then put. You
1: th- warm up your cereal milk? Yeah. You're gross. Not
0: with the cereal in it.
1: Stop. Not
0: with the cereal in it.
1: No. Yeah,
0: if it's sometimes it's like when when it's like cold really cold. The cold milk
1: is like what's the best part about milk? the yeah, but, best part about milk is how tundra it is.
0: Yeah, but like also that's when it's like you have a you have like a hot counterpart like like warm chocolate chip cookies and really cold milk. That's good. But some the cereal it's just
1: warm rich. up the cereal then no
0: then it'll get soggy <laughs> it still needs to remain crunchy enough uh-huh but not like od crunchy
1: put in the toaster
0: <laughs> you're dumb i'm not okay but yeah for uh, me
1: i don't have a certain one i put in first it's whichever one i grab first
0: the I know deepest the people need certain she, she's also parts. asking the deepest secret everyone h- had to keep until now
1: why would I be revealing something like that okay, right
0: now? Deepest secret is, uh, Amber, hmm you kicked off the podcast. Bye. Um, What's your deepest I don't, secret? I don't process? have any deep secrets, honestly.
1: Tell me your deepest secret.
0: I don't have any. Are you sure? Yeah.
1: Think a little bit harder.
0: Okay. Um, thank you for that question. Um, okay. Next one comes from Mr. Riaz Nawaz on Twitter. Nice name. Have you found life as an American Pakistani, people of uh, person of color, to be any different since the Trump election? Um, Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) I think it would be silly to say no, but uh, I think in a positive way. Mm -hmm.
1: Um, I think in both ways.
0: Yeah. Okay. You could see it in both ways. I think. I think it all depends on you, how you take it. But I think all of this has revealed a lot. Uh, and most importantly, I think it's, it's revealed a lot of, um, strength in, in people. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a, I think it's a good thing. Like when you have to go out of the way, when you're, um, judged in a bad way, when you're undermined, when you are not given the value that you deserve, I think you have to work harder. You have to prove yourself. Um and not to anybody else but yourself and it makes you an overall better person I think that doesn't necessarily apply to everybody but uh, I think that you know when you are up for the challenge and you take it mm-hmm. it helps you grow as a person
1: I think that like there's a lot of good things that came out of like all the activism and you know just everybody wanting to make things right um i just it makes me sad sometimes to see that like as a result though that like girls will have things said to even you know just people we know will have like random like the hate crimes are what i think are like the bad side to it oh
0: yeah definitely no doubt you know
1: i I don't think that anybody should have to deal with those i don't think that hate crimes make any sense but um as an overall like social thing i think that way more than i would have thought before trump was really good for bringing out the best in people
0: yeah and the really bad in people but that's good also because we didn't know that that necessarily existed before or Mm -hmm. we or we might have thought it but now it's like very apparent that you know there is a lot going on and um
1: like people who would have never said anything before Mm. i feel like for the first time spoke up
0: show show their true colors yeah that's true um yeah i mean i think it'd be silly to say that uh nobody was affected by this but i think you know it all depends on how you take it and you should always be ready for any situation uh and yeah it is it is what you make of it so i think the more positive you have on it the more you uh believe in yourself and everybody around you to do the right thing to make something of all of this the better it will be for you so yeah and also i would just want to say like people are really um I guess big on like you know oh the Obama days and Obama this or that but I think one thing that Trump did really well is like reveal what politics is really all about sometimes and Obama wasn't like you know the best thing that ever happened to us either he was he was droning people left and right he had so many people killed in um, different countries and third world countries and it's like we can't just look past that and be like, yeah, Obama, yeah, Obama had great character, like he knew how to carry right. himself. But you can't just, you know, say one thing and be somebody on the surface and then in the background. Like You have to question those things, too. And that's why I really salute um, Malala when she met Obama was like, hey, why are you droning my country and, you know, killing all these innocent people? And that's t- that takes a lot of courage because anybody right. could be like, oh, I'm meeting Obama and I have to put on my be, fancy pants. Right. And, but she was like, nah, like and she even said that on that's Ellen. That's the raw question. She went on Ellen. And she's like, that's what I told him. And that's that's dope because mm-hmm. that's necessary. You know, if we want to like truly have be the uh, in the United States, we're like the greatest power. We have to set an example, too. Yeah. And uh, I think sometimes we forget our history. Sometimes we want to push things under the rug. But in all fairness, it should be if you're going to call out Trump, all the people that are like very anti-Trump, you should also question what Obama has done. You should also question what any of the politicians that you're rooting for do and really stand for. Because it's stupid to like say that, oh, I'm only on one person's side. I'm only a liberal. I'm only a conservative. Like if you tie yourself down to one party and everything that party believes in, you are just as brainwashed as the other side then. Mm -hmm. And you're never going to like learn or grow as a person. And and it's always going to go back and forth. But. If, if we learn, if we do our history, if we stand up for everything that we truly believe in and go by that, then we can, as individuals, make a difference just by talking to, you know, yeah. our friends and family. Sorry, that went off on, like, a different tangent, but I, I just think it's important. Like, when we, when we say things about Trump, I think it's so important that we also mention other presidents and stuff like that and say that, you know, Trump is not the first corrupt president. Right. I think people need to understand that.
1: But I do think that it is also separately important. To recognize that trump is also shit and uh, on things that he does like no, they're, no. they're not like normal presidential actions they're like actions of an immature child that yeah doesn't sure. belong there so like yeah I, I do think that like we should acknowledge other presidents and stuff like that but and and how it's not only dirty with him in the house like it's mm-hmm. been dirty Like politics yeah. is a dirty game yeah but you know This is definitely a game-changer though. Trump is not a normal case. I mean, I
0: think I think what it comes down to is like he I think their actions for the most part like they are a lot of times similar Mm -hmm. But his words are different like Obama could do something insane that is not good and then you know have have a speech that makes it sound so positive and so good that people would be like never even think about it twice yeah but for trump he just says like hey this is what i want to do i want to get rid of the mexicans and then he like tries to like obama also deported a ton of people and like broke up tons of families too Mm -hmm. i just want to like
1: yeah but he didn't like
0: he didn't say like oh mexicans are bad people. and i mean that's important too like if you're going to try to do something i guess like looking up to you. you like the way that you say things um does matter but at the same time it's like look at the actions too um Okay, Mr. Riaz Nawaz, thank you for that question. Thank All right. you. Next one. Oh man, these this are like a, these are big intense. questions. You guys did not uh, guys are But it's good. It's play. good stuff. It's okay. good stuff.
1: So this one says, Do you think that Muslims can be gay in today's society without feeling guilty? Wow. That's like a very tough question. It's like very loaded because I, I feel like I can speak to me and my like personal mindset that has nothing to do with anybody I'm related to or anyone that I'm around. But then the actual real answer, like if I was a gay person in today's society, like would I feel not guilty and comfortable in the environment that I was raised in? Most mm. probably not. No, a hundred percent, I would not. But I I feel like it would ha- I feel like it's like a change that would have to be. Um, it's still coming. It's it's not here yet. And especially just like with the type of family that I've grown up with, with the type of community, like I know what has been told to me and what's ingrained in my brain. And I I can't say confidently that I would feel um, comfortable or not guilty in today's society, but I would wish that that would be the case for anybody who is.
0: I think uh, the guilt you're asking about would feel guilty. I think the guilt will be there Depending on the type of person that you are, Uh, I would strongly recommend anybody listening to this to watch a documentary on Netflix called How Gay is Pakistan? Uh, We actually watched that together and it was super powerful because it shows you how much like like to say to ignore a question like this would be silly because this is something that exists Mm -hmm. in a country like that, you know, where it's completely frowned upon. uh, Nobody is accepting of it. Mm -hmm. And yet there is so many there's a secret society there's so many gay Mm nightclubs and gay people everywhere walking around in Pakistan which is supposed to be like this Islamic country and um it exists there so it's it's silly to ignore that it's not a real thing you know despite your own values and what you think that um a certain religion should be uh you know what type of people it should be um influencing this and that but at the end of the day it exists and Mm -hmm. that's the reality of it but in today's society, in we're, since we have uh, an American experience, in America it depends again on the person that you are. If you if you are walking around as a gay person, like you're not gonna get that much, uh, yeah, crazy you're looks at get you or anything. Much hate here. But with, it, with your family, family like it
1: depends on who like who your family is. If
0: you if you belong to a community, like yeah, the community is going to rip you apart. Mm-hmm. But that's something that you don't care about. And uh, that's who you are, then you will be who you are yeah. and you won't feel guilty. But if you do uh, value, you know, all the other things about your family and your community, then, yeah, it's going to, like, it's going to eat you alive. Um, it depends on how you deal mm-hmm. with it at the end of the day. Um, I think that I don't that's know. why like, that's a, a lot hard. of gay
1: people go through, like, so much. Like, you know, they typically have that, you know, I've dealt with a lot of things and they they, they continue to deal with, like, like I even want just, like, one gay youtuber and stuff and like uh, nobody in his family believes him and stuff and they have to go to him? Ev- like
0: they don't think that he's actually gay they don't they think oh, it's okay. kind of
1: like a choice and they also don't think that he should act the way he's acting and uh-huh. stuff like that and i think all that comes to personal opinion and like it also matters how closely you hold religious religion to your heart are you a muslim that's identifying as gay like you know how do you feel like that fits into you i feel like guilt would come into your belief Um, if you feel like, you know, a lot of the things that we're told and the way that it's told to us, like as a result that makes you feel guilty, but it's, you know, being a Muslim and reading the Quran, it's all about interpretation and it's honestly how you kind of make it yourself, but on a general scale, like I can't say it's very accepted.
0: No. Um, so I don't, I don't know. I mean, I don't have. I wouldn't know i don't actually know anybody that is in that situation um you don't
1: know any gay muslims
0: no i mean i know i've I've had one in my class that was uh she was she was bi but she's Mm -hmm. all she converted and now she's bi but she's also gone through other religions so i don't know how like tied down she is to the religion Mm -hmm. or if she's just experimenting with a bunch of different things but you never
1: met like a muslim born or like you know somebody who like identifies as gay and i also i don't know anybody that
0: identifies as like a gay muslim because usually it'll be like you know they they kind of separate themselves from the religion and they're gay so Mm -hmm. i don't know anybody that's like you know confidently saying like hey i'm a gay muslim okay um i don't know i mean it's if there's stories out there like reach out i'd love to talk to you and see you know what your experiences are that's that seems really interesting um but sid malik thank you for that question like that's i think that gives us a lot to think about and um and open for other further conversations um and we'll do one last one because we're out of time today uh yasser hook on snapchat finding a partner that's compatible with you as a brown person hmm. amber this is all you
1: oh man that's compatible with you as a brown person um i guess that also okay so if you're a brown person and you're trying to find someone that's compatible. I guess if you're into someone that's brown, you'd be like, I feel like that's like certain types of people. Like some people want to be with brown people and then some people don't. Mm. Um, and then compatibility comes with, you know, who you think? This is not a good question for me. I'm, I'm like not good at these types of questions. I'm like, <laughs> oh, relationships, bye. <laughs> like, I don't know how to answer these.
0: I have no idea. Um, I just feel like uh, The Great Gatsby um, is a great ins- inspiration of mine. and. Uh, he didn't settle for anything until he was successful and so that's the vibe and if something happens it happens and um
1: I can give an example of like something that my mom said to me recently Mm -hmm. um so like you know we're talking about how like I'm doing stuff that's like a little bit different for a brown girl so like not it's not like a normal thing right and so um me and my mom like got into this deep conversation she was like you know any family that you would be able to like you would go into Mm. would have to be like very accepting of what you do and not a lot will be and so i guess in my terms it would have to be finding compatibility with someone who understands what i'm doing like has a family who's going to be understanding slash supportive because i hold family
0: what if they're what if they're uh you know respectful to what you do and everything but their family's not
1: I don't know. Does that, that matter it, to you? It does.
0: Really? Yeah. Because see, that wouldn't matter to me.
1: See, For me, it matters because I hold like I mean, I, I hold one like kids and everything to like a really high standard. So yeah. any any relationship that I would have with like, say, for example, if I have a husband and he has kids mm-hmm. or his uh, sibling has kids like he's now. In, oh, in and okay, okay. like I would want those kids to be the same exact way that Rayon and Siam are to me because
0: who are your nephews who are my
1: nephews because those would also be my nephews
0: but that's out of your control though
1: yeah but i would say that i would want to have uh as good of a relationship as i could right and and as a girl like i feel like I mean, as you a can dude, do your
0: part but you can do your part to make it as every everything that it can be but you can't control what other people think about you at mm-hmm. the end of the day right and is that something that you're going to be like oh yeah this their family doesn't like me so this isn't gonna work out
1: it's not as much as like it's again it goes back to compatibility like Mm. what family would i be compatible with if it's actually a family that's like shut down Like, yo, what you're doing is wrong or, like, we don't stand by what you do. Like, that's going to be an uncomfortable environment for me to be in. Not that I'm going to be living with them, but for... That's the atmosphere that they believe in. Like, that's kind of what their thought process is. I'm going to be with someone for the rest of my life. And their family thinks that way. Like, it's going to be around me and I don't need that, like, negative energy.
0: I guess if if the family is around you, too. Like, if the family's not even there a lot of times, say you Mm -hmm. move somewhere. Right. Then it doesn't even... Really matter, but yeah. Yasser, like, I guess it depends on your values, right? Like Amber's saying, you know, her own values. She's sharing her own values and what she, you know, would uh, be comfortable with. So it depends on, you know, is, does that is that something that matters to you or not? So, um, that's, I don't, I don't know. Like, (laughs) I don't know about things like that. (laughs) Compatibility,
1: I guess is like
0: compatibility is what you,
1: what you would want out out of, yeah. What would you want out of your relationship and what is important to you and what factors that are important to you are important to your person that you're with and do they align?
0: and if you are very compatible with us as um the podcast um (laughs) please make sure to follow us um on soundcloud and subscribe to us on the podcast app Uh, subscribe to us on youtube because it really helps us out leave us a review and thank you guys so much for listening um it really means a lot that you guys always uh tune into us and listen to us blab away for an hour we hope that this conversation all the different topics we talked about was were uh, nice. interesting to open your mind a little bit open your mind or, or question 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 your mind challenge you in any way and if you want to further these conversations you know don't ever be afraid to reach out to us <laughs> in any way by email or I Snapchat or Instagram um and yeah it's been a lot of fun guys thank you for listening to another episode of strange flavors it's been another week
1: a little less stranger no you no, said it wrong
0: another week another, another flavor, flavor a little, little less, stranger. less stranger we'll bye. talk to you next
1: time bye we are not okay so we buy a canvas blank just to cover it with paint trying to cover up the pain. and we fill ourselves with poison just to make it through the day pixie dust make us numb now I can't feel my face never felt my mother's love so I fill
0: the whole with drugs heard a whisper in my ear and I wonder what it was trying to build myself up but they keep tearing me down even if I love to swim, they told me that I'll drown
1: I've got something to say